right. Welcome back to Reality Lives with the Ives. I'm Katie. And I'm Will. Coming back at you with the next three episodes of Love is Blind Season 5. What are your what are your thoughts on those? Real quick. The journey continues. They were good. They were solid. Great moments. Overall, a little slow compared to the first five or yeah. first four, whatever it was. I think first four. But uh, good stuff still. We we pulled back the curtain in some ways that we weren't able to before. So all in all, good stuff. Absolutely. I think, like you said, hard to beat the initial first four episodes. Came Fire. out of the gate really hot, really juicy, but still some good stuff in there. So what we're going to talk about today, obviously, the Uche and Aaliyah call. We know that we left off the end of episode four with Aaliyah being gone and really no answers. So we'll get some answers there, possibly. Maybe. The last reveal, Lydia and Milton. Interesting. Honeymoons in Mexico. What's going to happen there? Is everyone going to make it through? We'll find out. Finally, spoiler alert. Not going to give as many as last time. If you're here, you've watched them. If not, it's too damn bad. We appreciate you. Go back you. and watch them. Yes. If you haven't watched and you're listening. <laughs> Dedication. Thank you. <laughs> yes. But we are going to see, spoiler alert, Uche and Aaliyah finally meet in person and keep chatting. Going to see the couples return home to their shared apartments and also show each other their actual apartments and kind of some of their hometown life. We are going to meet some families, perhaps. And then at the end, we're wrapping up with a little party time with who we like to call the Forgottens, the Forgettables. Yeah, we forget what we called them. Either way, not great for them, but always exciting to see all of the people who did not go to Mexico get together, see the tea. Everyone finally sees everybody. Yes. And I think we'll wrap it up with some predictions because we all know the weddings are coming and it's going to be good. So jumping right in to the Uche and Aaliyah call. Man, Uche, he, uh, that is a strong personality. He, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's conviction is the right word. But uh, he he creates his morals or his high ground or whatever, and he sticks by it, and he does not waver for anyone or anything. Yes. That, dude, uh, that dude's intense. Definitely. It's interesting because he's probably one of the more hard-to-figure-out cast members this season. I either really like him or I think he's horrible. Ultimately, I think he's a good guy with a big heart. But he is a little on a high horse sometimes, a little judgmental. He's just very in, in control of his emotions. Almost and, too much instead of letting himself yeah. feel and be in the moment. And he's smart. And, and the way that he talks about other people's emotions while being so in control of his own, it makes it, I don't know. It's, it's sometimes, like you said, kind of great, almost like therapisty, And other times it's kind of like off-putting because it just seems disgenuine almost. But yeah, that was a uh, that was an intense phone call. So breaking it down, how the call began, Uche is talking to producers in an interview and said that he cannot accept this without speaking to Aaliyah himself. They were in love. He was getting ready to propose. This is preposterous. So the producers ask if they, or if Uche, excuse me, would like to get her on the phone mm-hmm. if she's willing to talk to him. Producers call her. She is willing to talk to him. Score for us. And they chat kind of briefly. But right out the gate, Aaliyah is pretty remorseful and says she still loves him and she has some regrets. Yeah. One thing that I wish they would show, there's some conversation that she alludes to between her and Lydia Mm. that seemed to have driven her over the edge after she got back from the pod and that conversation where she says... I love you, Che. I still want to be together. I see my life with you. You know, all that kind of good stuff. And so they don't show us that. Maybe they will later. Maybe they're saving some juice for like mm, later down the road. Maybe like the uh, after the season, when they get back together. After the altar. Yeah. Or mm. whatever the last episode is where they show unseen footage. The maybe, reunion. Maybe, the reunion. There we go. <laughs> maybe they saved okay. it for the reunion. But uh, 
yeah, Aaliyah, once again, was vulnerable. She was honest. She was open. Yeah. Hey, she was trying to own it. She was trying to talk here. And Uche, being Uche, once again, tells her why she did what she did. <laughs> and instead of letting her say, you know, this is why I did it, whatever have you, he goes, eh, no, like you did it for this reason. This is how it affected me. And a lot of what he said was totally fair. And I, I feel... He's justified to have his feelings. Oh, yeah. I feel for him. It was absurd. He thought he, he was going to propose much. to her because she said she was down and then yeah. she didn't show up. So I'd be... I mean, I'd be furious. So she said she was down. Just further proving me yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know from the last step. So, yes. Katie's she, always right. Whatever. Facts. You heard it here first. So, she... Again, says she has some regrets, but that the environment being around Lydia was super stressful. She mentions that Lydia did tell her that they hung out like three months prior. And then she says something interesting, which I kind of thought already and I think brought Mm -hmm. up to you. She said, it almost feels like when you guys were hanging out a few months ago, she snooped around and saw that you were coming on the show. And that's why she came on. Uche did not like that, but he also told her, which kind of furthers this narrative maybe and gives us a little more proof that maybe this is something true. He says that in the past, you know, he wasn't totally honest, that Lydia had like kind of stalked a bunch of his friends on Instagram and was just like watching their stories all the time and that people were messaging him being like, do you know this chick? She's like all over my page and I don't know her, obviously. And then he goes as far to say that Lydia once drove to his house, took a picture of his driveway, girl, sent it to him saying, I can see you. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a big turn on, right? I, yeah. It's so hard because we don't want to call people a liar. But and I don't think he would make this up. But girl. If you actually did all this, what the fuck are you doing going on this show thinking you're not going to get exposed? It's just so much mess. And again, we love to see it. But this obviously further probably stresses out Aaliyah because she's like, well, do I even want to come back into this environment now? Because the bitch is fucking crazy. You yeah. Know? I don't know if he I don't know if that made her feel better. I was going to say, I don't know if it helped his case at all. Well, because... sorry, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, yeah, just, she was already in a rough place. I mean, he's like, you know what? Let's just uh, let's throw a few more straws on the camel's back, okay? But when she, I might have gone out in order with this, so apologies. But when she kind of gives that thought, like, well, maybe she snooped around and knew you were coming on the show. He did not like that. He kind of lost his fucking mind on her and essentially yeah. got into a big spiel about his parents and how... They've been together for 30, 40 years. He has watched them go through ups and downs, trials and tribulations, but they never gave up on each other. They never walked out on each other. And no matter what happened with Lydia, this was about the two of them and Aaliyah let Lydia get in her head and she walked away. And he said, I cannot marry somebody who's walking away during a hard time, Mm -hmm. which it's fair. If you were getting down on one knee, ready to propose and got ghosted it's going to be hard to trust somebody for the rest of your life even when the circumstances are the lydia of it all i mean yeah it's it's tough it's you see both sides the libra and me i'm seeing both sides and both sides have some justification there i i i lean towards uche to be honest i know a lot of people are kind of villainizing him but I at think the same Aaliyah's point, more likable. So you want to root for her? Yeah, obviously. He's just harsh, you he's, know? But he's not wrong. He's like, he borders on kind of scary at times. I don't think Almost he really is. Almost kind of controlling, but yeah. He's, he's a big dude, right? Like, I don't, I haven't seen him in person physically, but he looks like a pretty a, large man. A big guy, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and he's very strong and very direct and very unafraid of confrontation, which you is can, he does not arguably, waver in no. any of his opinions, his truths. And I think that's the scariest thing is he can be super calm and super direct in the midst of a pretty intense confrontation, mm-hmm. which is 
not very human almost like it takes a lot for him to soften and look outside of his his firm stances yeah. to realize like oh there's emotions involved like when they originally had their big falling out about the cheating he went back into the men's lounge and only after they all got through to him did he soften and see her other side and get more emotional so i think he has it in him no, he does. But clearly, he's gone through things, who knows, in his life where he puts up these walls That's all and he is just not going to be shaken. Yeah. I don't think it's that he's, you know, messed up in the head or things he's like not that. A bad right? Dude. No, yeah. we're all human. We're all flawed. Yes. And our experiences and our trauma, it's, it's what makes us a lot of times. So, so, like we said, he's very unshaken in his beliefs. Yep. Rightfully so. We love a strong king, but I think he could use some outside perspective to help him soften and get it more in touch with his emotions i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah he's people make mistakes bro and that's okay you know yeah and, and he's I, not innocent as we're gonna see later mm. ooh, and i get it Oof. i can be life coachy right and he tries to be very life coachy he's almost like trying to like help not her in a grow. nice way like you well no i agree i'm not saying he is a nice way but that's what a lot of it is he's like he's not afraid to challenge her and like push her and like yeah. expect more of her which is you know, a good thing, but can certainly be a bad thing. But needless to say, pretty intense conversation. Didn't end on a good note. No. Pretty much ended with, well, they're clearly not going on the honeymoon. They're clearly... Uche is like, I'm done. I'm done oh, with yeah. you. And I, I never want to see, see you or talk to you again. Yeah. Thought we might not see him again for the rest of the episodes. Yes. They hang up. She's obviously upset. And he's the one who's like... I'm done with this. I don't want to see you. I don't want to speak to you again. It's done. It's not going to work. And I think she begrudgingly kind of agrees. That's the end of that. Now, we're on to our last reveal. Oh, man. Lydia and Milton. Wasn't sure what to expect, but I had a feeling it was going to go fine. I thought she was going to literally sprint out of the gates, jump on him like a spider monkey and never let him go. But she was actually more calm. But... She says one thing that, I'm sorry, Lydia, I don't want to come for you this whole episode, but fake, fake, yeah, fake. She goes, you know, in an interview to us, I really have no idea what to expect. I don't have any preconceived notions about what he looks like. I don't know if he's short, tall, his race, his ethnicity. Girl. Nice. He told you he was so fucking tall that he thought he was going to die young. He said he had scoliosis. He literally made himself out to be a man on stilts. And she's like, I don't know if he's tall. Fake. Fake. Now, the editing could be doing her dirty, but I think she's in her reveal outfit, literally saying that in the same outfit. So it's like, girl, cut the crap. You know the man's a giant. Yeah, they would have really had to stretch that for it to be fake. Now, granted, they do a lot of chopping editing, right? Sound but like, I don't know. But, and... Sorry, Aaliyah, if that was the case, but you know he's tall. We all know he's tall. Lydia. Sorry, Lydia. Oh. God, Katie, you're off your game. <sighs> I'm but so passionate. The reveal happens, and of course, Katie's favorite man, aka the tallest man, comes out, and yes, Will he is, is super tall. Putting me in a box. I hate bald men. I'm only into Milton. I've said a thousand times, Izzy's my favorite guy of the season. No. Do you want to bet? Because it's in the last episode, and you know how this goes. I'm pretty confident. I am a million percent confident positive that uh, I said Izzy's my favorite. You thought Milton was the hottest for sure. Initially, our initial impressions, I said he was my favorite because he's fucking tall. See, wow, that literally just supports what I say. Ooh, got him, got him, got him, got him. Our first Katie impression, bias, and then I men, go on down. Tall men up. If you're tall and bald, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe even south. Who knows? Hopefully. I never find out. I was just going to say, you better pray to the heavens that you keep that hair because apparently I'm going to fucking hate you later. Well, I can't grow a beard, so hopefully I don't lose my hair. Moving <laughs> Otherwise, on. good guy. Roll the tapes. I said Izzy was my favorite. I will prove it to him, as I always do, once we're done with this episode. Also, Izzy, I really like him. He might be one of my favorite guys of the season. Too long. Didn't read. Katie doesn't like bald guys. But yes, initial meeting, not too much to get into. Chemistry is chemistry. On point. I mean, they yeah. they were macking. They like, made out more the than most. Anybody, probably ever. Yeah. 
They made out. They really talked. <laughs> almost the entire time. It was pretty much like hug, kiss, make out. Sit down, make out, make out. Look at Milton's giant hands. Talk about Lady being short, make out. He made some comment out. how he's going to have to make her flashcards because it's hard to understand her. <laughs> and she's like, I speak English. I don't need flashcards. And of course, he's like, whatever. But yeah, not and much his, going on. His insecurity because he shaved prior to this. So his mustache was a little thin and he was feeling extra boyish. Yeah, he and, comes uh, out of the gate like, oh, I hope she doesn't think I look 12. And she literally is like, you look so young. You look like a baby. Yeah, you look 12. She like, doesn't girl, help at all. Have some self-awareness. Like, Jesus. Calling this man a baby every five minutes? No. He's already insecure that he's younger than you. It was a preface for how she's going to continue to double yes. down on that. But, but uh, it's a good, good reveal. But it was ultimately. a good Better reveal. than I thought. Honestly, I was, it seemed genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seemed genuine. He reproposed, gave her a ring, looked super pretty. She was happy about that. Yada, yada. Very promising start. Better than we could have imagined it went, you know? Way if I didn't know JP Taylor. all of the things we know about Miss Lydia, we would think, well, these kids really have a shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, initially, we're thinking this is going to be great, right? And then we go, cool. Time for the honeymoons. They're off to Mexico, y'all. And only three? I think this is the smallest ever. Sure is. I think there's at least four, if not five couples every season. I'm pretty sure most honeymoons have been at least two episodes because there's so much happening. Yeah. Like, there's so much like drama between the groups. There's so much of this, that. But poor producers, they really had nothing to pull from the honeymoons because it was <sighs> maybe one episode. And well, it was, it was probably not even the full episode. Yeah. I mean, well, let's get to it. It was smooth sailing for two out of three of the couples the entire honeymoon. I mean, the chemistry was there. You can tell they're having no trouble in the physical attraction department. Sparks are flying oh, yeah. for oh, Izzy yeah. and Stacy and Lydia and Milton. JP and Taylor, who wow. out the gate, I think a lot of viewers thought they're going to be the couple that is really easygoing, solid the whole time. Everyone thought that. And no, <laughs> I agree. That. I'm, I'm oh, saying I, I agree. You're pointing at me like, you thought that. No, I'm did. saying I'm, I'm with her. We all thought that. Uh, you're like, yeah, this idiot. I'm like, everyone thought that. Moving on. Sidebar. Yeah. This is relationships in essence. Communication's hard. <laughs> I mean, this man's going, what am I supposed to think? Gaslighter. Anyways, same thing is happening that happened at the reveal. JP is nervous. He's visibly kind of shaken and shy. And Taylor, being the queen that she is, JP. is internalizing this, thinking... Something must have changed for him at the reveal because this man can't speak more than two syllables. She is carrying every conversation, pulling teeth to get one word answers out of this man. And I don't think it was because he's like in misery, but uh, he, it was painful. There's always the four you know, things you can be, right? Introvert, expert, mixtures of both, whatever. He seems like a true introverted introvert i mean the dude i'm torn on that ruggles well, well if you see thing. his instagram the man's a party animal well maybe he has to get really drunk to be social well that's part of it i will say when they had their little beach moment where all three couples hung out was the most he talked the entire time because he was liquored up which and, and he's still barely relatable did, i mean you're but... on a tv show under crazy circumstances getting married to a stranger so it's it's intimidating. Everyone's going to struggle with being super open in the beginning. I don't want to call his parents out, but I'm going to for a second. Mm. Why, uh, why don't you maybe spend some more time helping him understand, you know, communicating That there are more colors out there than red, white, and blue. Get this man a green shirt for the love of God. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, Taylor put up with a lot. I, um, I mean, I wouldn't marry that man for that alone. The America of it all... He, Sus. there was so many scenes. Now, granted, it's just how they cut it, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's pretty much just him, arms folded, staring at her with his half-cocked smile, just sort of, almost like a Chucky doll. And, and you're sitting like, there are being you like, happy? He's like, yeah. So uncomfortable. <laughs> so uncomfortable. I mean, dude, why, why can't you just talk 
about what you're thinking? Do you and not understand? So this is the first time open. you've ever been with this person in physical space, and all they want is to get to know you, have yep. fun, all this stuff. And he's just sitting there, buttoned up, not saying anything. And eventually, he wasting his own opportunity. Some of why, here. but it was terrible. I mean, not just his behaviors or his lack of behaviors, but his explanation for all of it, even worse. I mean, the mm-hmm. dude. Well, the dude started falling into a hole, and then while he's down there, you know what? Where's China? Let's dig deeper. Let's just keep going. You know what? What's going to happen? I Eventually, I can dig myself back out, right? Maybe that's what he's thinking. I don't no know. going back, Good homie. God, JP. Good God. What were you doing, man? Or what were you not doing, a.k.a. everything? Ugh. Poor, yes. poor Taylor. So let's get to it a little bit. So like we said, the other couples are pretty smooth sailing. When they get to the beach party... I think is when it's really settling in for Taylor. Unfortunately, this probably isn't going to work. She's yep. seeing these other couples have easy times. I mean, they're laughing, they're kissing, they're like frolicking the water. They're all just mixing and mingling and having a really fun time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, first of all, having FOMO. She's in Mexico and she's fucking bored out of her mind. And she's just sitting there like realizing, wow, we are not there. I don't think we're going to get there. Yeah. And they talk more about it off to the side in the water. And I think he complimented her kind of out of nowhere, maybe trying to be nice and give her something. But it was a telling compliment. He said, I really like your freckles. That comment was the first comment where you start seeing, oh, this is all making sense now. We're going to. They're back in their hotel room after that day. She's visibly upset, visibly fed up. Essentially, she's like begging this man for any reassurance. If we don't, if we can't forget, ugh, if we did not forget, I can't, if we recall, I can't speak. I, like, I don't understand. If we recall in the first episode, Taylor's main thing was, I'm ready for love because I finally am at a place in my life where I'm confident and I love myself. Yeah. Well, You fucked it, JP. Now she's here. Her self-worth is all over the place because she's sitting here not feeling good enough for this red, white, and blue fucking clown. She is sitting there like, what am I doing that I'm not enough for this guy? He doesn't want me. He doesn't like me. And all she wants is some reassurance. And he, like, can't give her fucking anything. No, he can't. And And it's so upsetting. Before we talk about the really stupid shit that he said, Mm. before we get out of the honeymoon phase... Quick notes on the other two couples. Thoughts from me. One, Lydia, stop hammering Milton about his age because it just forces him to then make fun of you for being old. And half the conversations yeah. we hear are them just playfully bashing each other's age, which is cute and it's funny, but it gets tiresome. So Lydia, like, you know he's probably insecure about it and you're not building up his confidence and then he's just going to call you old which is going to get you annoyed so exactly i would love to see how she reacted to be called old all the time it's such a hypocritical thing yeah and, and then, that dude is more mature than you i'm just going to say it i'm going to say it dude milton got his shit together he comes off dude. young and fun with his comments about playing Wii with his friends he's a good dude and if he wants to play we i love Wii, him Love to see it. The dude's young, <laughs> super successful, yeah, and likes Pokemon. Great head on his shoulder. And isn't afraid to talk about it. Yeah, good for that man. Love yes. him. And then Izzy well, and Stacy. Weird. Someone's really coming around on Milton. Yes. But carry on. As a personality. Carry on. Anywho, and then Stacy and Izzy. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good loving. I will say, not necessarily a red flag for Stacy, mm. but maybe an orange or yellow flag. Clearly, she's never been truly in love before which she actually says earlier on the show yep because she makes comments to izzy within like the second or third day about how she kind of expected him or wants him to be almost like more aggressive sexually Mm. and like throw her around or she says just they're like in the shower bend her over right (laughs) yeah and they're like and she's not gonna get into it but she gives him some compliments pretty early on where you're like all right clearly they had a good time. Things went well. Yeah. But it's like, is he saying like, I love you. I'm expressing my love for you physically. I'm not just kind of like, you know, using, using you. you physically. Yeah. And so I think she's kind of used to historically men not like actually loving her and having, you know, passion in those moments. Making love. So, yeah. It was a, no granted, not a red flag, right? Everyone has room for growth. It was an interesting fault, thing to know. It was something that 
if I heard, I'd be like, and they barely know each hmm. other. Like, girl, we have our whole yeah. life to do other things. Yeah, sure. so interesting moment. But otherwise, like you said, both couples really great. One other thing I to, want to oh, touch on, you yeah. reminded me, Lydia, little annoyingly controlling, forcing Milton to wear a fucking bathing suit he clearly doesn't want to wear, clearly doesn't want to match. She's like shoving him in the closet, not letting him change. Obviously, good for you, Milton, wore the bathing suit he wanted. And there were some comments here and there, some physical comments that rubbed us the wrong way. Yeah, not going to get into it. But she said a few something about facial feature comments his nose about him being big and his lips yes. being big and things that are very distasteful in our opinion and yeah just did not need to be it, said unsettling. She's very unfiltered. I consider myself a pretty unfiltered queen, but I also have some class and some standards, and I'm a kind, nice person. Not saying she is not. I don't think. A genuine kind person speaks to their new future husband who they love in the ways that she did because yeah. these are tick, tick, ticking away at him and you're going to chip away this man's confidence, which is something you liked about him in the beginning. So that's red flag city. I'm probably biased because I'm a guy, but <laughs> is it just me or we're outside of JP who has the most problems? There are two guys. Pretty great. Not a lot of red I mean, flags. Uche is not partners, great in more my so. opinion. I'm talking about Izzy and Milton. Izzy and Milton, for the most part, I'm into. Yeah. Yeah. Good guys. Pretty much gems. Regardless of little things that at the end of the day don't fucking matter about someone's character, like materialistic things perhaps that we will get to, they at the core are good people, really good guys, would be great husbands, I think. Now so, let's yes. get let's get to the bomb of this. Let's so, get to what really happens. Back to well, let's wrap up the honeymoon. This is where the bomb with- comes. Back to JP and Taylor. Oh, my They're God. They're back in the hotel room. Oh, my God. She's prying, begging, what the fuck has changed? You know, in the pods, you were so different. I felt so loved and wanted. I could have talked to you in the pods forever. But now we're here. Something must have happened at the reveal. Wild. And I think I have verbatim what he said. Wild. Ridiculous. Very yes. upsetting. So JP reveals that he thought she was fake at the reveal because she was wearing so much makeup and fake lashes. He goes as far to say, your face was caked up with makeup. And it got on my suit. First of all, I assume that suit had an American flag on it somewhere. So no one fucking cares. Go return it to Spencer's. It's the audacity for me. Every woman, Nuts. even men, any normal human watching Nuts. that wanted to reach through the screen and beat the shit out of this man. This man, now, throw him away. Anchorman him, kick the him notion, off the bridge. Right. Trash. Now, the notion, mm-hmm. like he tries to claim is good, right? Like I get- <sighs> The well, message. Just, give me a second. Yeah. Well, I'm, let, me, let me say from my point of view, I'm right? Impassioned. I like- when Kitty wears less makeup because I think she's gorgeous naturally. Okay. And there's been times when we've gone to events, especially weddings, where other people do her makeup and they put a lot on. And I'm, honestly, I, I think it makes her look worse, <laughs> you know? But oh, God. the first time I meet someone, I'm not going to say, wow, you try to put on a lot of makeup to look good for me. How dare you? You piece of trash. I cannot believe you are so fake that on live TV, not live, but Netflix for Where millions, millions of, people, of to see, people are watching. You're going to reveal yourself to me for the first time ever. You didn't show up without wearing makeup. It's How so... dare you? The audacity of you not to show up. This man. In sweats. Because, dude, you're wearing a fucking suit. You showered. You did your hair. I doubt you have a skincare routine because you're probably dumb. You're and you don't have a woman not. like Katie. Soaks to, his face to in beer. It. Budweiser. But it's like, dude. You put on your Sunday best for this girl. And I say Sunday best because he seems like kind of guy who would say Sunday best. <laughs> and uh, and you're complaining that she wanted to show up for you. And then literally the rest of the trip, the rest of the trip, she's not wearing makeup at all. And she's like, yeah, I'm fine with that. If that's what you like, cool. But he couldn't get over it. And she, thank God, she has the courage to call him out be like, bullshit. You cannot say that that one thing threw everything off and you haven't really got to over it since absurd i love that she called them out <laughs> well she literally said she's like no offense you didn't even know what the fuck i looked like let alone what i was wearing 
if I had makeup on or not. She's like, I had makeup on the entire time in the pods, as did every other woman, most likely, because they're on national television. Nuts. They're on fucking Netflix. Celebrities watch this show. Politicians are watching the show. Millions of viewers watch this motherfucking show. I don't wear a lot of makeup because I'm lazy and don't do it well. And gorgeous. I would be wearing makeup, appreciate it, the entire time. Everyone does. Women are sitting on a couch having conversations in like really nice dresses and heels for no fucking reason because the man can't see them. Guess what, JP? We don't wear makeup for you. Not for you. Not for you. Not for him and not for her. We wear it for our mother effing selves. Gotta stop swearing so much on here, but I get heated. We wear it for ourselves to feel good and make us happy. She loves herself. She clearly is a glitz and glam girly. She's so cute. Her makeup also was not caked on, you uncultured swine. Everyone wears fucking fake lashes. Off with his head. Unacceptable behavior. It. Tell me you can't read a room. This woman has worked on her self-confidence, is to a place where she loves herself and is ready for love, wants to be loved unconditionally, and you tear her ass down. Yeah. She has been nothing but vulnerable and begging you to do the same. No. Mm. And that's Mm -mm. a Mm. job of a good partner is to know your person and understand how you can help champion them and help them grow and feel good about themselves. And he clearly, clearly missed the memo, which the conversation comes to a head with her saying, you know what? Well, he also, I don't feel, I'm sorry, carry on. I was just like, she ended up saying, I don't feel comfortable sleeping here. She tries to be nice. She says, Hey, let's take the night. He starts to realize, oh, man, I think I screwed up. But by that point, she's like, all right, let's talk in the morning. They have a nice little hug goodbye. You think everything may or may not be okay. Who knows? And then you fast forward to the next morning. Well, you're missing a big line, he said. He said one other triggering line that I have to say. He said, you know, she's defending herself, saying the you didn't know what I looked like anyway spiel. And he said, I'm going to have to deal with this. You putting on a fake face. Jail, jail, jail. Like, I just had to throw that in there because, wow, my blood was boiling. Like you said, understandably, she's like, we're getting nowhere here. We're both upset. Let's take the night apart. I will go to a different room, which he, first of all, should have volunteered to go to a different room because all her shit's in this room. Be a gentleman. Whatever. I digress. She leaves. They have some time apart. You can tell he's kind of like, oh, fuck, you know, because for some stupid ass reason, he thought that wasn't going to go badly. And they meet back up in the lobby of the hotel on the last morning. And I just got to say, Taylor. Slow clap for Taylor. Queen. Put a little. for Taylor. Put a little crown on. She took the time. She really thought about it. Yes. Probably got her phone back. Gave her mom a call. We don't know that. But I don't know. I don't think so, unfortunately. No, but she... But we never know. She either is super, super good at self-reflection, or she had a, a conversation with somebody to help her get these realizations, but... Producers, even, maybe. She, she shows up, too. and she knows exactly what she wants, what she's going to say, and it wasn't even a long conversation, no back and forth. Within pretty much two minutes, she's like, yeah, it's over. We, uh, she's like, I'm not comfortable. It's not yeah. going to change. We're I not there. Comfortable. We're not going to get there. You're not doing this for me. You're not making it, whatever have you. Doesn't wait for response. He obviously has no response because he never says anything. He just gives her this look that's got to be so frustrating over and over again. And then she goes, all right. Gives him back the ring. Takes off the ring. Gives him a hug. Slams it on the table. Mm. Boom. Done. Queen, right. who knows yeah. her self-worth. Way Normalize walking away. At the first sign yeah. of chaos. She's a sweet, attractive, she doesn't need very, this seems shit. like a good person. Yeah. She she deserves to feel like a goddess and a champion. The and experiment he's not doing that for her. Was robbed. I would have loved to see her and Milton together. That's all I'm gonna say. It would have been interesting. I think Milton clearly likes a fiery. Yeah. I think she can get more fiery than we're seeing. You can't force a, a square south. peg That's in a round saying. hole. We are who we are. You can try to be other stuff, but she's very clearly soft-spoken. She's nicer. She's kinder. That was just a thought, but anyways. <laughs> well, it was a wrong thought, so Okay, Uche. Moving on. So, we're leaving Mexico. 
never of Uche. Be- never before happened. Only two couples remain. Wild. Wild. It's interesting. Pretty upsetting because one of the best parts of the show is the finale when they're at the altar, if they're going to get married or not. And we only have two of them as of right now that we know of, most likely. Yeah. So now it's happening. We didn't know if this was going to happen because like we said in the beginning, Uche and Aaliyah leave their conversation on the phone with Uche saying he's done, doesn't want to speak to her again, never wants to see her. But alas... Honeymoon's over. We shoot to Aaliyah in a restaurant. And who walks in? Uche. Uche. They're finally meeting face to face. The tension was palpable. Yeah. It was one of those things where there was just this very clear underlying feeling of they love each other. They yeah. want to be together. They both care. They're physically attracted on top of being emotionally attracted. Yeah. You could tell right away they were both pleased with what they were seeing. Right out the gate. Aaliyah saying she still loves him. She's in love with him. She has regrets. She wishes she didn't leave. Obviously, he wishes she didn't leave either. She puts her heart on the table. Yes. He puts his heart on the table. And it's clear. We both love each other. We both attract each other. But they're hurt. Yeah. We should be together. But Uche says, nah. I know we should be. I know we could be. I know it'd be great. But, uh... No, we got end things. It's too much. Sorry. Drawing a hard line, not stepping over it. Yes. And he kind of alludes to the fact that, you know, his parents have had a really long, successful marriage, but he knows they've gone through a lot of trials and tribulations. But despite everything they've gone through, neither of them ever gave up, ever walked away. You know, and of course, Aaliyah totally understands that. But their situation's unique because she has Lydia in her ear and she said it was just really stressful. You know, Lydia's telling her all these things that she didn't ask about. And, you know, like you said, Uche stands very firm and just says, you know, it sucks essentially that you're letting a third party get into something that is supposed to be about you and I and the rest of our lives. And then he drops some interesting facts about his time with Lydia. He goes to say that a lot of people on his Instagram friends list had messaged him at that time saying that Lydia was like obsessively essentially stalking their Instagrams. And it goes so far that apparently Lydia had driven to his place once, taken a picture of his driveway and sent it to him saying, I can see you. Lydia, girl, can't be doing that shit anymore at all, or ever. Yeah, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Ooh, yikes. Kay's like, I did that when I was 16, but yes. not when you're 25. That shit ain't cute no more. But no, Red Flag City, unfortunately, Lydia is a walking, burning, burning red flag. It just couldn't be more apparent. The bitch has problems. Obviously, she has problems because of maybe insecurities and things that she's gone through. But alas, concerning. Uche then goes on to say, you know, it was so concerning that he's worried about Milton's well-being now because Milton is obviously engaged to Lydia and they became friends, you know, in that thing. But again, they kind of end it. Not on good terms. He says, can't do it. Hard line. We could have been great. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Not going to be together. And that is how the editing and the show leaves it to us viewers. I go on social media and Uche has done an Instagram Q&A. Someone had asked him about the breakup and he literally said like a night or two ago, editors edited it to say that we broke up We actually, in fact, held hands, shared our first kiss, and left saying we were going to try to date each other. Editors, what are you doing? We want to see that. We want to know that. We have two couples that kind of suck. We want love, damn it. That would have been awesome to see. I don't get what they're doing. I do. Well, my only thing could be that they want to surprise us at the reunion that they've been dating. And it's like, well, now we already know. I don't know if Uche's in trouble for that because they're under contract for sure. 
So he probably wasn't supposed to say that, but it's out there and everyone screenshotted it. It's too late. But it's interesting. What are your thoughts? Why do you think they did that? It's very clear. It's hmm. why would they not do it? It's reality TV. This show's falling apart. No offense. They've got two couples left. The two couples are seamlessly in love. The one couple that wasn't broke up. Mm-hmm. They have literally no drama left. They're trying to squeeze as much juice out of a orange that was already juiced like two I days ago. I completely as disagree. I see that side of it. But when they all meet up, go ahead. When they all meet up at the party at the end, mm-hmm. the drama would have been fucking amazing if Uche walked in with Aaliyah hand in hand. Everyone would have been minds blown. Lydia would have died. Come on. That would have been so juicy. They missed an opportunity with that, I think. No, they didn't miss an opportunity because what you're literally talking about makes no sense because if they did kiss and make up and all that stuff, they did. Then, then, no matter what, they would show up to that thing regardless. Not if the editors, the producers wouldn't let her, clearly. No, clearly, Aaliyah didn't want to be near Lydia. Aaliyah thinks Lydia is toxic. Well, I completely disagree with you. You're, well, you're wrong. Well, we're going to find out the truth. You don't know yeah. for a fact. Well, I know for Although a fact. Although he thinks he knows everything, folks. No offense. If Weird. Aaliyah left the show because she was so uncomfortable being around Lydia, yes. she's obviously not going to show up to the fucking party where Lydia's at. So they had to try and get <sighs> the disagree. only drama they can out of that relationship. Well, that's fine. You're allowed to have your opinion. So am I. You talked enough about it. It's my turn. I'm just saying. Wow. They very Someone clearly, loves being wrong. They very clearly... We're trying to get anything they could because you rewind to the last season and there was all kinds of shit between all these couples and they're grasping at straws. That's all they're doing now. They're grasping at straws. I mean, why do you think as we fast forward to the party, which is the last piece of this, we're not going to get to yet. We keep trying to tease everyone. But realistically, there's not that much. There's not couples trying to get back with each other. There's not any love triangles. There's not any of the stuff that we've seen historically before. So yes, the producers were like, hmm, Maybe this will work. Now, to your point. Okay, I disagree. You're maybe. That's okay. okay, that's fine. Well, I disagree with you. Okay. Okay. Not to be oh. so angry about it. Damn. Well, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just right. Again, it's fine. I just think I agree that that is a possibility. I think still, if they agreed to date, in my opinion, let me say my piece. Por favor. I have been. <laughs> oh, you guys killing me. If they left dating, this was obviously before that final party, chronologically in life, that definitely was filmed before, or that would be very interesting, and we'll find out if it wasn't. It's an interesting thought. If they left dating, and he's going to this party with everyone, and she knows all this Lydia's crazy shit, stalker shit, I, and most women I know, would sure as hell show up to that party and say, oh, you think you broke this. You can't break us, bitch, because this isn't about you. This is my man. Got him. And I would show up hand in hand. And the tea, the piping hot tea, oh, it would have burned everyone at that party. That's just my humble opinion. Sound off in the comments. What you think? Your humble opinion is based on who you are. You like calling people out. You like being the Mr. Drama. I love how you can have an opinion and it's like a fact. And when I have one, it's because I'm some dramatic woman. Well, no, you said said me and most women would love to. No, most women are afraid of confrontation. Like most men are afraid of confrontation. Most human beings. If some bitch is trying to break up me and my man. I'm walking out there showing her I'm yes. not afraid. Listen to, listen, how you talk in general. Clearly, you like that shit. You talk confrontationally just in our podcast. So obviously, you're not afraid of it. But most people are afraid <laughs> of confrontation. That's human nature. People boss don't like to arm. run. Into- That's all I'm saying. I think okay, Aaliyah's a boss I, bitch inside. Well, I think she's been broken down a lot and she's upset. Again. I said, that's a possibility. Yeah, I'm not fun. shitting on your idea like you're shitting on mine so much. But let's move Happily. on. All right. Couples are home, shared apartments, we're meeting fams, all that kind of stuff. First off, we go and see everyone else's place. Izzy's place. There are no nightstands, which bothers Stacy. Stacy, don't ask questions you don't want the answers to, girl. She goes, oh, so, you know, as a bachelor, when you have, uh, essentially alluding to when you have ladies here, where are they putting all their shit? Because ladies love a nightstand. And he goes... Right this way, ma'am, to the drawer in my bathroom that is a one night stand lost and found. <laughs> and he's got condoms, he's got hair ties, he's got a lip gloss. Izzy, Izzy, my man, 
I love that you're just so honest and transparent and can't help being yourself. Not going to fault you for that. But you knew that you were going on this show. Throw that shit away. But again, she kind of pried and he was honest and told her. It's like a classic guy thing, though. Like, At least he was kind of nice. He didn't want to throw somebody's stuff I wouldn't away. be throwing away like random people's jewelry and shit. I'd be like, oh. It wasn't jewelry. It was like a hair tie and a condom. Well, no, she did you mention. Know? I think it was like a necklace or bracelet throw or some shit. Throw that shit away, bro. I'm sorry. No, like, but this that's is crazy. Guys, you know, at least for me, right? You're lazy. You're just like, oh, whatever. No, I don't sure. tie any emotion to it. It was not it. that deep. Yeah, yes. he doesn't see it that way that she sees it's it. It's like but... he knew he was possibly going on a show to engage to then come Man. home to show them this apartment. It just... Stacy, I think the tough Stacey's thing with that cool. whole... She's cooler than a lot of women. Well, she's used she to over. older, richer men, sure. realistically. And so she was not impressed by his space. She wasn't totally Oof. let down, but she he's just... not impressed by his plates and silverware. No. I mean, or hey, lack thereof. I will say, bro, you use the Get red solo cups? Plate. It's <laughs> fine. You got plastic plates, whatever. You don't need glasses. It's fine. Whatever have you. But red solo cup mats? That's not even fun to drink out of. You're sitting at home and you're choosing to use a red solo cup. Get a glass, my guy. Anything you drink is going to taste way better. I'm like, come on. Izzy, you're better than that. Yeah. We go and see Stacy's house. Stacy, right off the bat, we're like, okay, Stacy. The girl has a three-story house, two Mercedes, countless designer bags. I saw multiple Chanel's. So right off the bat, you're like, Okay, Stacy. Stacy's an independent woman who's got some dough. Maybe. That we see in the beginning. Obviously, he's loving it. He's seeing her place. Right off the bat, it's clear that she obviously owns this place. It's under a bunch of construction. Obviously, if and when they get married, they're going to live there. You know, and he's already talking that way. They've obviously already discussed it. So he's loving it, looking around. They're chilling at the end, and she brings up the conversation, you know, about bills and finances, which is smart if you're going to marry a stranger. Probably figure out how they are with their money and stuff like that. And clearly, she does well for herself. We find out her father does better for himself and probably helps her out a lot. Not our business. No shade. It sounds like he but probably it's put the down payment on the house. Yes. And she pays the mortgage, which is Some, fair. Yes. Fine. Hey, you help your kid if you're rich as fuck. Totally I'm fair. I'm not mad. To- totally get it. But so, it's interesting. She gets into the... Sorry to cut you off. The age old... So when we go out to dinner, are you expecting to split? Are you going to be paying? Hidden, the hard-hitting questions. He makes it seem like... Oh, oh! I thought we'd be like, you know, splitting it sometimes. What about if we uh, both throw our card down? She does not like this. She makes it very clear. She's kind of old fashioned. She expects the man to pick up the tab every time. Thoughts on that? Uh, <laughs> grow up and yeah. be a modern woman, Stacey. Ooh, with this big ass house and all this shit. That's true. Yeah, I mean, the reality is people want it. One way, not both ways. We want to be evolved. We want to be modern. Yeah. I want to be a woman that has, you know, the self-respect to be my own boss and all these great things, which you absolutely should. But then I still want these traditional things. So it's like, I want it to be modern when it benefits me. And then I want it to be traditional yeah, when it benefits it's me. It's it's kind of horseshit. Now, granted, guys this too. So I'm not going to say it's just women. But in For this sure. case specifically, it's Stacey wants to be a modern, successful woman who still has men take care of her when she doesn't ultimately need it. And I get that mm. it's attractive to a degree, but also I think you need to realize like, who do I want to be? Like, is she going to sit there and do all the dishes and do all the laundry and do all the cleaning? Balance. Doing the yeah. historical woman roles? Probably mm. not. She's probably going to want to do shared duties there, I imagine. No, it's an assumption. I don't know. But I always just get frustrated, men or women, when you try to play into like the... I'm going to be modern when it's convenient and I'm going to be traditional when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, stand in one camp or the other. Like yeah. whatever makes you and your partner happy, I'm good with. But I'm a big fan of equity in our relationship as much as possible <laughs> in all relationships. I agree to an extent. I think that, you know, we just want to feel good. We want to feel like a guy wants to take care of us and treat us. It's it's old fashioned, but that's just it's like a romance kind of fairy tale thing, I think, in women's heads. In our relationship, 
you pay for a lot of our dinners, a lot of our meals, but I also offer to sometimes too. I'll be like, yeah. oh, I'm paying today. I want to blah, blah, blah. Or if we go out, I'll buy drinks. Well, it's pretty give and take. Obviously, you handle it more than I do, but I'm not sitting there expecting you to pay every single time. And I think that's where the difference lies. It's like a respect thing, being on the same page. I do think it's a little tacky if you're a married couple alone out to dinner on a date and you both throw down a card. That's like, just figure it out later. Like, that's, a little, that's a little weird, but teach their own. I mean, a lot yeah. of modern couples split everything. Fuck it. But to just assume that this man you barely know is now going to have to finance your life all the time, it's a little wild. But it is. we and- later see her family dynamic and it makes more sense yeah and i and i don't, don't want to be controversial but i will say it does seem in today's world it's easier for a woman to want a traditional relationship for attractive purposes mm-hmm. but if a man says when i get home from work i want kitchen or kitchen <laughs> i want dinner ready kitchen. i want to come home now. and hot dinner <laughs> ready on the table like if a guy was to say that 99% of the world would be like, you chauvinistic, you whatever, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We you know, get just, it. <laughs> it, is, it is tough, but regardless. Equality, we get it. Okay. Then again, men suck. We've ruled the world forever. So if Absolutely. It's the way. Totally fair. Who too. runs the world? Girls. As we should. Thank God. They're smart. But anyway. A lot of stuff. You know my favorite quote. I'm not going to say it. Well, I am. Also, probably, I sure I don't am. remember, so it does better. Oh, my God. Yes, you do. It's from my big fat Greek wedding. Men are the head, but women are the neck, and the neck can turn the head any way she wants it, meaning we're running shit. I love that quote. Moving on. Milton's apartment. Don't have too much to say here. It's pretty bare, pretty Great clean. Guy. Big ass microscope, ooh, microscope on the counter. Now the real gem of the apartment is Milton's roommate. Honorable mention to this man. Don't need to get into it too long. Don't remember his name. Friend. But wow, this man was polite, gentlemanlike. You can just tell he loves, respects, admires his friend. He was like, "You guys are so cute together." Oh, Milton's definitely ready for marriage. He's this, that, that. Ride or die friend. That is how you act when you're friends on this show. Friends from last season, take fucking notes. That grumpy ass bitch that was friends with the blonde girl. Ugh. Great hype, man. Trash. Yeah. Milton, dude's got it going on. I got to say, the dude's got his shit together in every way. I'm proud of you, Milton. And people always say, if you want to really know someone, look at who they surround themselves with. That guy was awesome and clearly is one of his good friends if they live together. Another tick in the yes, Milton box. Just a respectful, good guy. And again, his apartment was nice. It was super clean. Not really too much to say about that. No, let's move on. It's all good stuff. Yes. We're meeting the fams. Milton and Lydia sit down with Lydia's mother and her brother, I believe. Nothing too much there. It's a sweet conversation. Milton was a little nervous. There's a little language barrier. But overall, brother seems really fun. Yeah. Like a cool guy. Love to have a drink with him. Good Mom, stuff. super sweet. Yeah, it was kind of all good there. You know, they kind yeah. of reiterate that Lydia is an adventurer. She's she's fiery. She's passionate. She's looking for someone to love her for her. And again, I think Milton checked all the boxes, gave a really good first impression, not trying, but just by being himself. Yeah. And the no. mom right away was like, welcome to my family. You're a real one. I would be honored to have my daughter, who's a little unhinged, be taken care of by this amazing young man. They were really s- scraping the barrel for anything juicy because yeah. both, both interactions, right? Milton meeting Lydia's family, great. Yeah. And then Izzy meeting Stacy's family. Yeah, let's get into that. Also pretty great right now, Stacy and her dad. Her all, family all daughters. in general gives off uh, money over everything yeah but i mean well they don't seem like bad people i don't want to make assumptions at the forefront the dad seemed pretty good right at the end he was like hey <laughs> she likes nice things you don't want to take care of that but he's also like you know what if you love her all that kind of stuff yeah. i think they recognized is he's a good guy and yeah bottom line yes i'm sure most fathers want somebody who they know is going to provide and 
make a safe space for their daughter, but they want their daughter to be loved and be happy and in a healthy relationship. So if you see a nice guy like Izzy, that's honest, he's earnest, clearly he's like motivated and going to be a hard worker. It's really all you can ask for. But he does say something like, you know, if something breaks down in the house and you can't help her pay for it, that shit falls on me, bro. So you better step it up. Essentially being like, I'm so sick of pick up the pieces for this girl who's bougie as fuck. Please take some shit off my plate. Probably all his daughters, realistically. Honorable mention to the dad's shirt. Damn it. I was going to say. I'm so sorry. I was going to say. Okay, take it away. Take it away. The juiciest, weirdest part of any of the family meetings is Stacy's dad. Shirt. What? He's wearing what some brand like that is. probably really expensive. Oh, it's bread, so expensive. Which, Designer. Weirdly enough. Well, say what it was first. Yeah. yeah. So it's a polo, <laughs> and it's like a hot it's pink. Like, it's like a bunny crossbone skull. So it's like the ears of crossbone the with like bunny ears on top. And the of thing's it. like neon pink. Never seen it in my life. Hideous. Right. We've never seen his shirt. Horrible looking. And then we're out this past weekend. Uh, yeah. Doing a mini golf bar crawl, which was dope. East side open. <laughs> yeah. Shout, Shout out. Shout out. We saw one. Some dude was wearing one. Same Never kind of man. Life. An older white-haired man at some sports bar walks yeah. by in this hot pink polo with this skull and crossbones bunny. And I feel like I know most brands. I'm pretty in the know. I've never seen that logo in my life until Love is Blind. And now we just saw it again. It's it was clearly so like this niche brand that markets niche? to like older niche. niche? There's different ones you said. I say niche. Um, T in it. But okay. Niche is spelled N-I-C-H-E. I know how it's spelled. Well, <gasps> anywho. So, he knows how to spell. But I want to say, this company clearly <laughs> markets to old, old rich, rich dudes who want to feel young and cool. 100%. And they see this. It's and they're like, like Ed Hardy. Oh, yeah. This is this is hip. Yeah, like I'm in it. Expensive Ed Hardy. And all of us are just laughing at him. But so tacky. Anywho, so Meet the Fams went well. Not a lot of drama there. But we do finish with some juicy juice. Mm-hmm. Party time with... Come on, everybody. They're at some, like, random... Honestly, it's, like, probably some... the apartments, like, courtyard Yeah, pool. I was going to say, it looks Shared like one of those, like, rooftop area. things. It's fun, though. But the couples are together, the forgettables, the A unforgettables. big thing from this is we see Johnny and Chris together. They're dating. Yes. Johnny says that they met leaving the experiment at the airport. They instantly like saw each other and knew each other was each other because obviously yeah. they don't know what they looked like. So that was kind of cool. Instantly hit it off. Chris is a precious gem of a man. Forgave her. They are in love and they're dating. And honestly, good for them. You know, Johnny had some toxic traits. Yeah. We had a lot to say about her. We probably more me in the last episode, but she's also been through a lot and she deserves a good guy like Chris, I think. And Chris seems really happy too. Shout out Chris. We love what love. A, what a yeah. guy. Understanding like, King. He's like who we thought JP should be. <laughs> like soft spoken. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really kind, really nice, really understanding. Chris, very emotionally mature, very emotionally ready. Um, quality guy. Shout out Chris. Forgiving, understanding, gem. Yeah. I mean, you deal with Johnny, so psh, gem. Yeah. Uh, she's, but, not uh, per- she's not perfect, but. And then we it's see, nice to see that they're happy. Yeah, and Uche sees Johnny for the first time. Or no, Izzy, I mean. Sees Johnny for the first time. Oh, yes. And, and he pulls her for a chat. Yeah. He, he and was up. it a chat or was it an interrogation and a beatdown? I'm just going to say, you know, I like Izzy a lot. Again, best guy of the season, in my opinion, for the most part. You're happy with your girl. You see that Johnny and Chris are happy leave it the fuck alone like be the bigger person and leave it alone but he can't and they decide to chat and you know he can't mind his own business talks with johnny essentially calling her fake 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 saying she's a psychopath saying you know bringing up in the pods how she told chris and him opposite things and that chris needs to be like protected all costs from you you're a psycho just damaging mean things and it's again Izzy, if you're so happy with Stacy, why are you getting, you know, just don't care about it. Let them do their thing. Chris is going to realize what he needs to realize being with this girl if he 
know, he's if trying don't to work out. he's trying to emotionally protect himself by coming up with even harsher reasons for why they shouldn't be together because clearly yeah. he really struggled with that and so i think he was trying to use this as an opportunity just by like yeah you're crazy yeah he you're was convincing himself he yes, was he was right. the what he was really doing was he was saying all that to himself to convince him he made the right choice and so he went over the top attacking her because really he was just talking to himself yeah. about like hey you made the right choice being with Stacy. You know, screw this girl. She was terrible. Yeah. Whatever. And you're right. If he was just super happy with Stacy and he wasn't he contemplating feel the, the decision he made. The noise he wouldn't, wouldn't bother him. Yeah. So that's yeah. the the behind the scenes why he was doing that is like the. Yeah. He even. You're right. Most, because you know, he even says the words that she's mind fucked Chris into being with him kind of thing. And it's like. Is Chris mind fucked or are you right now, bro? You know, he's clearly the one that's more bothered. Oh, for sure. And again, he's creating narratives in his head to make it easier to kind of let go what that could have been or what they thought they could have had. Just a psychological tactic for himself. That's a good one. Johnny being Johnny. I mean, she's she's a wordsmith and she navigates situations. She's a lawyer. She she kind of talked her way out of the bag. And she walked the away upset, though, crying. Yeah, no, she did. She cries a lot in this episode. Understandably, I, I mean, mean... She just wants to be happy, too. Well, a lot of emotions, right? She's yeah. seen these other people she loved. She's getting yelled at by people. Um, people are coming for her. So, yeah. And I'm sure that she is scared that Chris is going to see all this and think, like, oh, this girl's always involved Am in I drama. Am I going to lose Chris? Yeah. Uh, exactly. And she's like, I finally have a guy who maybe is the one and is this sweet, understanding personality type that i've never been with and it feels good i don't want to scare him away and so after that conversation she leaves visibly shaken and upset goes to chris chris is a precious gem a king and he said let's not give a fuck about people's opinions who don't know us we know us we know what this is no one's opinion that's not in this matters. And she's like, you're right. You're that so man. right. You sweet, sweet angel boy. This is why I love you. That man's got together. He knows what he's doing. And he's cute. Like, honestly, he was really slept on. Not that they could see him, but he was cute. Probably too short for you. But I'm not. When but I say there. things about people's there. looks, I'm not thinking about me with them. Like, fuck, <laughs> this man makes me look horrible. <laughs> I just said he was cute. You gotta, called him short. I just got to bring you her down sometimes every once in a while. Um, Will has something against short kings. Short king hater. Short king hater. Hey, some of my best friends in Austin, short kings. He surrounds himself with short kings because he can't handle the competition. Ah, okay. <laughs> now, in enters Uche. He was not there in the beginning. And who does he ask to speak to? But Lydia and Lydia is hanging out. I think she's eating something and goes, I really don't want to. But if I have to, I guess so. And gets up, follows him. Literally is like, I'm going to need a drink for this. Girl, are you right? Because he is about to blow up your spot. Now, don't want to be hypocritical here. Because the same thing I just said about Izzy technically could be said here. Uche, if you don't want anything to do with Lydia and them, why leave it alone. Why not let them just be happy? But Uche created a friendship with Milton. And I think he's got kind of this protector shield on. Like, it's my duty to lay out the facts here to protect this man. He's He's got a little bit of Libra in him, as you'd say. A little bit of that <laughs> justice warrior. Yeah. He's like, he's fighting I'm coming for in. what's right, the principle. I've got a purpose. Yeah. I don't care if people get annoyed. I don't care if people get upset. By God, I am going to call this woman out. Yeah. And I'm going to make sure this happens. Regardless of how much fun everyone's having. So And he starts it off in a bizarre way. He literally starts it off being like, Lydia, you have a lot of qualities I really liked. Yeah, he's got a really weird Man, like just compliment sandwich type thing Lift- that he does. Yes. Like yeah. it's really it's really odd. That's a thing in the aesthetics world. <laughs> and compliment it's, sandwich. It's good. It, it's it in is. a lot of things, yeah. Well, um but- <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> you're Okay, Uche, again. Carry on. <sighs> I'm just saying the aesthetics <laughs> world didn't like create the compliment sandwich. Well, it's something that we talk about a lot in the beauty industry. But carry on, you Fair know enough. everything, Uche. Wow, I'm gonna get her later for this. Anywho, uh, so a gaslighter. Uh, you're gonna get me later for this. I say something, and you can't just let me have anything. You're such a dick. My God, well, I'm wow. gonna keep talking now. So 
Starts off with a compliment sandwich, which is a global term that no one owns and every industry uses. <sighs> Lord, I need a glass of wine after this. My God, <laughs> I'm glad everyone sees this because they're seeing what I'm dealing with right now. Anywho. Igualmente. Anywho, so he's a lot. He's a lot to deal with. Uh, he tries calling her out. He stays. He doesn't try calling her out. Calls her out, says, you stalked my life on the boardwalk. You stalked my life all over. <laughs> Real on some. That's so good. Lydia's having none of it. Essentially, says he's lying and drops another bomb and says, one thing you're forgetting to mention, you slept with somebody else while we were together. Uche, if we can recall in the beginning, was very hard on Aaliyah when she said she had cheated in the past. Uche, Justice you're a hypocrite, bro. And he said, oh, you're a recent cheater. You probably cheated more recent than her. So that's a bomb. Lydia, thank you for telling us that. You're still crazy. She gets up. She is distraught. She's upset. She's yelling for Milton, probably trying to get to him first because now she's worried about what's going to happen with that. And then we see Uche pulling Milton for a conversation before the end of the episode. Leave it on a cliffhanger with that. Obviously, he's going to expose a lot of Lydia's stuff. Very quickly, our predictions for the final two couples, the only couples that we are aware of that are going to actually go through and have the wedding day be up at the altar. Izzy and Stacy, do you think they're both saying yes? Yeah, they're going to say yes. I think so too. And then, uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, Milton and Lydia? Milton and Lydia. Um, I think yes. I think it's going to be a Lydia yes, Milton no. That seems like the obvious answer right now. I think Milton's going to say yes. He seems stubborn enough yeah. and confident enough in himself that if I, someone tells, I, her, tells him not to be with her, he's going to be like, cool, I trust myself, I'm going to do it. So all right. predictions, we'll see what happens. So yeah, a little different. Super excited to check that out. Everyone, watch with us, please. And we'll be back with our final thoughts with the finale, maybe the reunion. Not really sure what's happening. Cannot wait. We'll see. Until next time. Appreciate y'all. Take care, everybody. Follow us, like, subscribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it. Spotify, YouTube, all the things. We love you. Next, Till next time. (laughs) Take care, everybody. (laughs) 